This is the Iowa State Athletics Sidecast. This Sidecast is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Visit any Van Wall location today to test drive the full lineup of John Deere compact utility tractors with the power and versatility to conquer anything this season. I'm John Walters. Today's Sidecast is a visit with soon-to-be-inducted Iowa State Hall of Famer Betsy Sina one of the elite women's distance runners in NCAA history. Mike Green of the Letter Winners Club visited with Betsy as she prepares for her next marathon and her visit to Ames next September. This sidecast is provided to you by the Iowa State Letter Winners Club, bridging the gap between legend and legacy by engaging in our past to invest in our future. We hope you'll enjoy this visit with Betsy Sina. All right, everyone, welcome to our latest sidecast, and we have a great guest today in Betsy Sina. And if anyone knows anything about Iowa State track and field, you're obviously going to know who Betsy is. She's an 11-time All-American, three-time national champion. She was the National Female Cross-Country Runner of the Year in 2012. I could go on and on, um, but Betsy is going to be inducted into our latest Iowa State Athletics Hall of Fame class, and we're so happy to have you join us today, Betsy. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Before we even get started, Betsy, um, you're, you're training right now for a marathon, correct? Yeah, I actually raced in uh, in Tokyo. That was okay. in March. And now um, I'll be running the U.S. Championship 25K in Michigan in uh, May 13. I'm getting to go that way in the fall. Gotcha. When Jamie Pollard, our Iowa State Athletics Director, called you and told you that you would be inducted into the Hall of Fame. What was your reaction? Honestly, I was super excited. You know, it's something that I was not expecting that I would be, you know, it's something really prestige. And uh, when he told me about it, I was like, wait, I couldn't even believe it, actually, to be honest, because it's something that not everybody can be inducted to the Hall of Fame. So I felt like, I felt like something special is happening in me, and I felt like it's something really huge that is going to, you know, it's going to be history forever in my life. So anybody who will... Even when I retire, they still have something that they would be reviving me to, you know, like to always be like, all of them from Iowa State. Yeah. I'm really excited. Tell us, Betsy, how you got recruited to Iowa State from, you know, Kenya. For me, uh, it, I was really lucky, to be honest. How I got to Iowa State was really amazing because uh, if you know uh, Barnabas Kore, who was inducted to Hall of Fame last year or the other year, he went to school with my dad. And I remember when I graduated from high school and um, I was running, but not like how I ended up coming to develop my career. I was, I was just running like anybody else with no big ambition. So we, mm-hmm. when we met back in 2007 after I, he told me like, he wanted me to run and then he can recruit me to a state and explain to me about the U.S. because I did not know much about like the scholarship and stuff and you know like when he told me like he was going to support me of course it's very hard especially in kenya how to you know all the process takes a lot of financial and um you know i was my parents was not able to finance me you know all the the application you know all the flight and stuff it was kind of like um you know a, a little bit stressful to my family but Barnabas, you know, gave me this life and said i'm gonna provide I'm gonna support you to go to Iowa State because I was in Iowa State and it's one of the biggest the biggest dreams that they achieved from there and I was really excited and I did not know what I was putting myself into but you know I started the process through him. Yep, he, he helped me a lot and gave me all the support and that's how I got to Iowa State. How fortunate were you, Betsy, when you first came to Iowa State? You had an elite runner on your team in Lisa Cole. 
how much did she help you in your career? Oh my, I, I'm, uh, to be honest, it was really, I, can, I cannot even imagine how, for me, actually, Lisa is my inspiration because when I go to Iowa State, my goal was like, oh, I'm just going to run just, just to get the scholarship, you know, but then, and then we, we used to have that belief whereby, like, you know, like in the U.S., all you have to do is just run a little bit and then you get your education. There's nobody who is running fast and, you know, something like that. But then I go to Iowa State when Lisa was actually, like, setting, like, collegiate records for, I remember she ran amazing for the 3,000 meters. And I was like, oh, wow, you know. So I started changing my mentality and started focusing. And I was really lucky to have Lisa in the team because she was really helpful to all of us. Everybody was looking after Lisa because she was just like amazing. Everybody was admiring her, but I was so lucky to be sharing the same locker with her. Like I was so lucky to be in the same school with her, in the same team with her. And the reason I'm here today, to be honest, the reason I'm pursuing my career was just because I ended up going to the school where we had someone doing more than what other people are doing. She, she was just like an innovational runner and she changed my mentality. For a, for a better thing, and, um, I was so lucky, and it just it just made my life easy. And I started every day saying, "I want to be like Lisa Cole, you know, like I want to run yeah. like her." And I just I and I trained so hard, and thank goodness everything came together at the right time. Yeah, well, you know, as a long distance runner, that involves a lot of really hard, long, long training. How how tough was it for you to adjust to train in Ames compared to Kenya? I remember one day after my, it was my freshman year, and um, you know, like for me to be honest with you, like this, not everybody will ever say this, but when I go to, I, I never knew, like I used to hear, like there's something called as white as snow, but um, nobody warned me about it. Nobody told me <laughs> whereby it's snowing. And as soon as I landed in Des Moines, I remember, like you know, I was still, I think I was 19, and I was like. I can see a lot of stuff, a lot of white stuff, and I didn't even know it's snow, to be honest with you. you know, yeah. I was just naive for that. I did not know anything about it. And I remember I went to Chris. There was a girl from Kenya. Her name was Chris, Chris Rokiju or Chris Kame. And at night, I was like, why is it freezing? And then I woke up in the morning at 6 a.m. and I was like, I'm going for a run. Because in Kenya, people don't wait until 8 or 9. You yeah. like to run at morning. And I woke up and I was trying to open the door and she's like, wait a second, it's cold. And I was like, wait, why? And then she explained to me about this amazing snow Iowa. And <laughs> I was really shocked. I was in, I started having kind of a little bit stressed out because I, uh, I don't have anyone. I was still young. I never traveled before. I've never been in a foreign land and I don't have anyone from my family. And I remember I called my dad after like a week and I was like, I don't know if I will make it. It looks like it's tough for me. And... Corey Imhoff was actually my biggest supporter. He, he helped me like like a father more than a coach. Like he, Michelle was always there for me. Like I remember I used to cry a lot, especially my first semester. I could close the door and be like, I don't know if I'll be able to do it. I want to go back to Kenya. Today's sidecast is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Van Wall Equipment and John Deere are proud to support Iowa's farmers in the field and Iowa State Athletics on the field. Well, you know, obviously you made a great transition and adaption because in 2012, you won the NCAA Indoor Championships. It was your first NCAA title. What was that feeling like when you crossed the finish line first there? I remember going to the Nationals for the meet and I was, Corey was trusting me a lot because he could see a lot of potential in me, but I did not see that in me. I was still not trusting myself that I can do it. But um, immediately when I crossed the line, that's when I got a lot of confidence and I felt like, 
oh, I am like anybody else. I can do this even more. And I just, it just changed my motivation and it changes how I started training. It changes my mentality, knowing that I'm among the best in college. And I felt like it was really a big boost for me. So it was really a very huge thing that changed my, my life and changed my training for good. What makes training for cross country uh, so much different than like a 5K or a 10K? Cross country is kind of like a little bit challenge because, you know, everybody's racing it. 1,500, everyone, some people can be 1,500 meters, but they're really good with it. So for me, like uh, the training we were doing was kind of like, you have to be really tough. You have to be able to go through the barriers and stuff. It's kind of compared to the track. The track, you have to work on the speed. And you can, if you are fit for the track, they can tell like you are really fit for the track because of the speed workout. But for the cross countries, like you have to understand how to go through these barriers. You have to go through these hard sessions that you have to go through the hills, you have to go through the mud. Yeah. So it was really like, um, it was really different. But to be honest, being in Ames and Corey, Corey used to take us around and he used to believe that one day I'm going to win. He could tell me, like, that day I remember he told me, you can do this, Betsy. And I was like, how am I going to do it? If Jordan has said, I was like, ah, I cannot do this. And when I was in the line at some point, I was like, am I winning this? You know, you start surprising yourself. And I got this quick move and I felt like we got the right training for this and we are winning the NCAA. And, you know, speaking of that, um, I've always heard, you know, winning a cross country title is so hard because you're beating every single person in the nation. I mean, every it's one event and you're beating everyone. And when you won the NCAA title, uh, which was the first and only uh, Iowa State, uh, you know, female to win an NCAA cross country title in 2012, how amazing was that for you in your career? It, uh, it, just, it just changed everything for me, to be honest. You know, when I look at my history back at Iowa State, if there's something that I always feel like it's unique, it's winning the cross-country title. It just completely changed how I feel and how I take things in competition. Because I remember after that, I started running cross-country, you know, in Europe. And I always, they, all the cross-country I did, I think I was top three. I did not do any cross-country that I did not perform. Because when I'm racing, I could feel like I won in UCAA. I can do it again here. So, um the cross country is really unique because you know it's something that not everybody has ever won. Even if you look at those people who are competing professionally, um, not everybody won the NCAA like the way I did. Like Sharon Logeri from Kansas State, she won New York Marathon, but she never won the NCAA. So I feel like yeah. I have that as a big boost for me. Like it's something that I feel, you know, it's a it just gave my career a better a better boost. And, you know, cross country is kind of a unique sport. It's obviously a very individual sport, but you're competing with a team. And you were a part of Iowa State's first two Big 12 cross country team titles. How awesome was that for you to be a part of a Big 12 champion team your, uh, those uh, those two years and basically kind of started that dynasty that Iowa State kept going on in cross country? You know, uh, by that time, I remember after winning the NCAA, you know, like it changes everything for the team. You know, cross country is a team thing, even though it's an individual event. I remember like you could, we could, you know, it just pushed a lot of people like trying to, to be recruited to come to your state because people will see that saying, if someone can win an individual title, it's just like it's a great team. It's a great Cyclones team that can, you know, like everybody can come over and it's kind of like a teamwork. Because for me, to be able to win the title, it sounds like an individual title, to be honest, but I felt like the team played a big role. I remember 
training with um, Dan Stark and Megan and so, and they were a huge boost for me. Like, there's some things that you cannot do as an individual. The only time that I did it as an individual is by winning the NCAA, but the team plays a big role because it shows we had a good coach, we had a good team, and we had a good support. Like, having um, the, the director who loves the sport, the director who loves track and field, plays a big role for us. Like, I remember he used to have a meeting with us, and you know, if you go to other colleges, you might know like the director. The director's name is uh, so and so, but you might not meet them because maybe they are not interested in that field. But um, we were so lucky at Iowa State to have a team in Poland because he was there all the time. I remember we could yeah. have breakfast in his house after doing a long run, and it just it just changes everything. To be honest, like without the support, without the team, I don't think I was gonna do it as an individual. For quality, comfortable, and authentic styles on Cyclone Game Days and Every Day, insist on Authentic Brand Sportswear, the premium alternative gear of choice in the Midwest and across the nation. Choose Authentic Brand for your game day styles. Switching back to track and field, Betsy, uh, twice you were named the top performer at the Big 12 Indoor Meet. And in 2013, which was your final year at Iowa State, you were also named the Big 12 performer of the 2013 Indoor Meet. That was a special day for you or you know weekend because you did something that had never been really done before that you won titles in the mile the 3k and the 5k <laughs> explain to someone how hard that is to do because it's because you're you're not in sprints you're in endurance races and to pull that off had never been done before how special of a whole week was that for you to actually claim that <laughs> to be honest, I remember like uh, by that time when I did when I did when we decided that I was going to do three events, I was one thing that I was really lucky about. I was the fittest I've ever been since I came to Iowa State, and Corey could tell what I was doing in my training, and he told me like, "Can we do the triple?" And I was like, "Wait a second, can I do two events?" And he was like, "Let's do the three of them." And there's something that I learned from that day is like, if you believe in yourself, if you believe in something that you are doing. If you just put your heart on something special, I wanted to do it for the team. I wanted to show that we can have that special award, you know, like after winning the Big 12, you know, outstanding athlete of the meet. It just meant a lot to me because I did not I did not want to go to another conference meet, another school, because it was done at Iowa State. So it was kind of like an homecoming it was kind of an homecoming event, and I just wanted to do it at home, and it just felt great to do it. I don't think I could have done it if I could have gone to another school, to be honest with you. The motivation was very high being home. Yeah. Well, you uh, certainly saved your best for last because you capped off your incredible career at Iowa State by winning the 10K at the 2013 Outdoor Championships, and that was that was at Historic Hayward Field in Oregon. What was that like to know that this is basically your final race and you won it all? How, how awesome was that to end your career like that? I was super excited, but I was kind of emotional because I knew like I'm not going to get another chance to do this to do this at Iowa State because it was that time whereby you know like I am done with my eligibility. I don't know where I'm going, so it was kind of like um, it was kind of a, like a roller coaster because you are like, how am I going to do this? You know, you're starting a new life, and you are doing your last event at the school that you really love to be around. I love being with the team. I'm gonna miss the coaches. Some of our colleagues we will never meet again. And um, it just like I did it, but to be honest with you, it was kind of really, really an emotional moment. And I still, I was really sad to be honest. Like as far as people are like, oh, you're doing great, so it's amazing. 
it was amazing, yes, but you still have that thing that you are going to miss the family. You're going to, there's other people that you might never see them again, and it was kind of like a privilege to be in the same school. You know, there's these special coaches, there's um, amazing, amazing athletic director at Iowa State, and it was just like, what am I going to do without these people? So I did not know where I was heading to, but I knew I was going to have another career. But, you know, I built a team for five years and I wanted to be with those people forever. But unfortunately, things comes to the hand. So um, it was it was really amazing, to be honest. But, um, you know, like again, I say, it was kind of like a, a big emotions running through my yeah. heart. Well, like I mentioned before, Betsy, three times you were named the outstanding performer at a Big 12 championship. And you were the Honda Award winner for the top cross-country runner of the year. Like you talked about when you stepped stepped off that plane in Des Moines, when you first came to Iowa, did you ever think you could accomplish all these amazing feats at Iowa State? Uh, to be honest, no. Because, like <laughs> I said, when I was in Kenya, everybody was like, oh, there's nobody who's standing fast in the U.S. All you have to do is just go to school, go get your, get your studies, and just you know be able to run, to be able to compete, to get a scholarship. So for me, I did not know that one day, one time, I'm going to be a professional runner or I'm going to do something really amazing at Iowa State, like, you know, I knew I was going to be like any other person, just compete, get to the, to class, compete and get to class. But then things changes really quick. And I remember uh, my sophomore year, I sat down with Coach Emos, and he told me like, Betsy, I see a lot of ability with you. I see a lot of capability. You can do this. I want you to do this and this. You are very talented. Freshman year, I was number seven at the nationals in the 5,000 meters outdoors. And that's when Corey discovered that I am a good talent. And I actually believe in him. And, you know, things just changed from coming, you know, coming to Iowa State, not knowing that I'm going to walk away being a professional runner, rather than going to pursue a career like, you know, being whatever I wanted to be in my in my school education. But um, I still appreciate everything. It has changed my motivation. And I hope my son, one day, one time, when I will, when I will explain to him about this, hopefully he can be able to have a motivation like me and be able to go somewhere and pursue a career and be the best that, I, that he can as well. On Football Saturdays, our John Deere run of the game is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Nothing runs like a deer, especially when supported by the team at Van Wall Equipment, the Cyclones John Deere dealer of choice. So your career ends, you know, Betsy, and you right away switched to, you know, running for international, you know, competitions. And you you made the 2016, you know, Kenyan Olympic team and finished fifth in the 10K at the Rio Olympics, which is an amazing uh, accomplishment. Tell us about what it was like to compete at that elite highest level that you can compete at in your sport. To be honest, like I remember in 2012, when I came to Kenya, I was trying to make the Olympic team and I did not make it. I was number five, I think, and uh, we went back. But to be honest, I've been having this dream, like it's like any other child who is willing, like saying, I hope I can be able to make this Olympic team one day, one time. And 2016, Thank goodness, everything fall in my basket, and I met this team. And I remember telling my father, like, my dream is finally coming through. I didn't care how, what I will achieve at the Olympics, to be honest, but at least I'm in the team. That is the biggest thing, because making the Kenya team at that time was the hardest thing I've ever done to do, because everybody's good. Everybody has ran 30-0 something. I had 30-57. But then in the trials, I was really lucky and I was surprised to be to finish second behind Vivian Chiriot, one of the best distant middle distant runners in Kenya. And you know, like from then, my heart and my everything, you know, it just changes my mentality and I focus in it. And I became, I wish I would have put a medal 
But um, my dreams are not done yet, you know, like after finishing fifth at the Olympics in 10,000 meters, when I switched my allegiance two years ago, three years ago, I want to go to the Olympics next year. Forget the body. I don't, I don't care. Like, you know, right now it's like all that matters is you train hard, believe in yourself because I, I believe in myself and I met the team. I want to believe in myself again and hopefully I will be able to get my medal before I retire. What made you switch to the marathon, Betsy? Because right now your focus is more on the marathon and you won the 2018 Paris Marathon. What was your decision like to go, I, uh, this, is, this is the event I want to focus on now? Uh, like I said, my biggest dream was to make the Olympic team in the track. And I made it already. When I got to the Olympics, I ran the fastest. Like I was, I was number five with 30.07. And when I look at myself, I told myself, I don't think I still have anything else to give more than 30.07, to be honest. It was the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. And I was the fittest I've ever been. And from then, I told myself, like, I don't want to do track anymore. I want to focus on the roads. I want to have a lot of fun because you're running on the road. You you explore when you're running. And I decided to to Basu Marathon because I love watching. I've watched New York Marathon. I've watched Boston Marathon. And it was something that I want to do it like other people, the way they do it. And um, I'm so lucky that I transitioned well. And now I'm back on it and I'm really excited. And hopefully I will be able to achieve my, my dreams if I retire through this marathon running. Yeah, so for the Iowa State fans out there, Betsy is now a U.S. citizen and she's training right now for the 2024 Olympics, you know, to make the team for the U.S. team for the, you know, all those Olympic Games. And how many marathons do you have scheduled coming up before the Olympic trials? Uh, to be honest, the, for me, I mean, some people will be like, it's too early to start preparing for the Olympic trials. But um, for me, I, I sat down with my coach and we figured out, like, this is the time to start. Like, I'm going to I'm gonna be running the U.S. Championship 25K in Michigan on the 20, on the 13th of May. And then my next marathon will be Chicago Marathon. That is my last marathon before the Olympic trials because I'm trying to get, I'm, I'm trying to do things right. Like, I don't want to over-race. I don't want to do crazy stuff. I just want to focus on this and hopefully I'll be able to, to make the team for the Olympic, Olympics. Well, we're all rooting for you. Cyclone Nation's rooting for you, Betsy. Um, we're going to be following how you're doing. And I have one more question before I let you go. And I, I can't thank you enough for you know, joining us, uh, you know, today. How excited are you to come back to Ames in September for your Hall of Fame induction? Oh my gosh, I'm really so excited. Like, um, I was speaking with my dad yesterday about it. And, um, you know, in Kenya, people doesn't understand how amazing that award means, you know. And I'm trying to explain to everyone, like, you know, I have some couple friends that I'm trying to invite them to go to the embassy and hopefully they can get the visa to come and celebrate with me. But um, my heart is full, you know, like I've never come back to him since I left in 2013. And this is a huge comeback for me, to be honest. I'm super excited. And, and it's going to be a big thing because I'm coming to him. And then right after that, my heart will be full. And I'm going to head to Chicago. Hopefully those two things can work out together. But I'm super, super excited. And I can't wait to come back to him and see what what is still there. Like, you know, it's, it's my family forever. And I feel like coming there is always a good thing for me. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Betsy. And uh, we can't wait to see you in September. Thank you, much. I appreciate you guys. And I can't wait to see you guys again. Today's sidecast was brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Stop by one of their locations and learn how to farm better, work smarter, and play harder when you run with Van Wall and John Deere. Thanks for listening.